I've hit record. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to the Talk of the Terrace podcast with me, Mike McPhail, and my friend Harvey. Harvey, how you doing? I'm all right, mate. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Recording the first episode. Well, this is the practice episode, obviously, of our new podcast Excellent. where we're going to be talking once a week about the sport we love, which is what half? What sport's that? Um, some call it soccer, but uh, people who actually know what they're talking about normally call it football. <laughs> so we'll go with oh, that, football. We'll, we'll go with football. The Talk yeah, of the, the Terrace podcast game. is what we've... Uh, the beautiful game. If only we could call the podcast that, but I'm pretty sure that's yeah, taken. But yeah, Talk of the Terrace is what we've gone with. And uh, yeah, we're going to start off by talking about how we're going to run this. So obviously me and Harvey are going to be doing it every week, hopefully get guests on, friends, etc. every now and then, right? Yeah, exciting. Yeah, that exciting. case. You've, you've already spoken oh. to some big names. <laughs> Have we? Well, Joe. You definitely mentioned one. You definitely Joe. mentioned one. Maybe. Yeah, mentioned a name that could be on, but obviously this is just a test. Not many people are going to hear this. Might send this to a few of the boys. See what they think. Yeah, no, but yeah, the nice intro. Obviously, what we've got is this is the intro. This is not going to be where I say this is the intro in the podcast. But what's going to happen is we're going to have the main talking topic, followed by our score predictor, where we both predict the weekend's games in the Premier League. Uh, three points if you get the result exactly correct. So, for example, this past weekend, if I had guessed nil nil Chelsea Man United, I get three points. If I had guessed one one, I get one point. If I guess 2-0 to Chelsea, you get zero points. Me and Harvey, end of the season, uh, whoever's on the lowest points will do a forfeit, right, Harv? Yes. Yeah. A oh, cheeky yeah. forfeit. It'll a, so, it'll be a good forfeit. Maybe the maybe the uh, listeners will be able to, we can have a sort of um, couple of forfeits up there, one of the most votes we have to do. Yeah. Or, or what we do is we get a wheel. I'll, I'll buy a wheel, stick it in the back. We spin the wheel. Yes. Loser yeah, has to. We could do it every wheel. week. We could do it every week. Or... Like, we could do yeah. it monthly. Whoever gets at least points every month has to do a forfeit rather than waiting a whole season. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. You'll do yeah. saying that. I, yeah, like that. Some, I like that. We, we could have a big, we could have a big ending, couldn't we, to the end of the season. Oh, yeah. Big, big forfeit. Tomorrow. Whoever's lost yeah. the whole thing, yeah. Big forfeit. Yeah. So that's how it's going to go. We're going to go main topic, score predictor. Next up, the next uh, little thing we're going to be doing is each week, me and Harvey are not going to tell each other who, but we're going to pit up two players like, so I'm going to give him two players. I won't answer the question. It's only for the other person, I think. Shall we do it yeah, like that? Or do yeah. we both answer? It's like, I want your I opinion mean, where only you talk about these two players and I want your opinion. Because obviously I'm giving you two. Yeah, like, you'll I mean, hear my two and you'll know. Well, yeah, chime and see what yeah. we say. So it's a, yeah. who would you yeah. rather out of these two footballers give two football players? They, can, they need to kind of be within the same position. So I can't be like, Harvey, who would you rather... Manuel Neuer or Lionel Messi? Like, how, how do you compare Neuer, them to? You know, are you dumb? You dumb, <laughs> Manuel Neuer. You dumb. Uh, and then followed by that, anyway. followed by that, we're both going to come up with a football fun fact for each other. That hopefully we don't pick the same one every week, but have a little fun yeah. fact at the yeah. end. And then that's going to be the be premises of the uh, podcast, them topics, and see how we go. But first off, yeah. this first episode, what we're going to be talking about, half. What are we going to be talking about? Uh, we've got who finishes in the top four this season. Um, I, I mean, it looks pretty clear who's going to win it, but the rest, the yeah. rest of the best, uh, best of the rest. Oh, yeah. It's you look looking at, entertaining. Look, looking at the table, you've got, you've got a lot of teams vying for that. I mean, if you look at it now, I've got the table up. You've got Man City, obviously, they're top on 62 points, 12 clear of Man United. So that's what? Four wins, four losses for them, four wins for United. So followed by that, we've got Man United on 50 points, 26 played. Leicester on 49 points, 26 played. West Ham on 45 points, 26 played. Chelsea on 20, uh, 44 points, 26 played. Liverpool, 43 points, 26 played. Everton, who are playing right now against Southampton, two games in hand on Liverpool, three points behind. Then you've got Tottenham, one game in hand against Liverpool, four points behind on 39 points. And you've got Villa, 39 points, two games in hand. So four away from Liverpool, five away from Chelsea in fourth. And then I think the last team we'll probably have in contention must be Arsenal in 10th, right? 37 games, 26 played. I mean, it's just Leeds and Wolves. Really, 
yeah, it's just a big name, whether they're in it, whether Aston Villa in it. But Arsenal, Leeds, Wolves, all of them on 34, 35 points as well on 26 games played. So it's not until you get to Wolves, who are 10 points behind fourth place with 12 games to go, that you think who could be in this top four. So, yeah. Harvey, who, who, who are you going for? Who are you going for in your top four and why? Oh, mate, it's, it, Man City have won it already. Um, yeah. If they don't, I think it'd be the worst loss um, of a Premier League. Yeah, reckon it'll be Probably the biggest bottle league. jobs of the Premier League oh, history. It, it, it'll be a Spursy, won't it? Let's put it that way. Yeah, it'll be a yeah. Spursy. Spurs. Spursy. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they've got they've got potential uh, for multiple cups here, City, haven't they? Yeah, well, they're still in all four, aren't they? They could do the quadruple. Yeah, it looks it looks promising if you're a City fan. Um, second, I've actually I've, I've backed United just because of Bruno Fernandez. Um, yeah, guys on fire at the I moment, isn't he? You, you've mentioned it before. I don't think uh, we we expected him to have any impact like this it's been pretty pretty phenomenal um i think he's that those quality teams of ferguson that mentality i think he's brought that back um and i think that goes a long way so that's i've got them second i've gone for your team mike um third third. yeah um i don't know i think uh tuka ball is going to take over form drew in the last five um is, is looking promising and looking upwards. I, yeah, we haven't haven't lost under Tuchel yet, have we? Only no, conceded two goals. One of them was an own goal. Only one of them was an yeah. own goal. So we've only actually conceded yeah. one goal. It was against Southampton yeah, as well, which was a bit disappointing. I think your boys will be working a lot harder now. He doesn't yeah. take any prisoners. He likes to ruffle feathers. Um, for fourth was a real tough one. Um, yeah. Surely you've got to go for the champions, right? Or no? Have a bad run, well, run of form. Well, um, <laughs> I've actually gone. It was a toss-up between Leicester, West Ham, and Liverpool. And if I'm honest, I'd love to see Leicester do it, but I think it might actually yeah. be West Ham. I think David Moyes' team oh, really? has gone under the radar. I think they've gone. Yeah, they've only just been mentioned in the past what week or two. I mean. They had a well, pretty poor start, I think, but they've been they just seem to find a way to win and that gets you up there, doesn't it? That's the Yeah. The, uh, what the, they only lost two one to Man City. Well that's it. Since the start of twenty twenty one, Man City are top of the form table and in second place you've got West Ham. Yeah. As of um, right now, as of the time of recording, two most informed yeah. teams that yeah, came up I mean, against each other at the weekend. This is, I think, this is barring injuries. Lingard's been Lingardinho, yeah, yeah. Basically. He's, he's got he's basically. got potential for a young lad that Lingard. He's up there with the likes of Mason Mount and Callum Hudson Odoi and Rashford Foden. for them young yeah. players. Foden, yeah, 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 he's up there, yeah, he's only 20, <laughs> at, at 27, yeah. at 27 years of age, he's up there with them under yeah. 21s, yeah, he's a shout. <laughs> Yeah, basically anyone but anyone but Liverpool, really. In that anyone position. but Liverpool, really. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the fans took didn't take the winning the league too great. I don't think. Um, yeah. But yeah, well, that, that, they didn't that, get to that, celebrate that, it properly, yeah. did they? No, no, that is true. I suppose that it, that must be quite annoying. You wait all those years and that happens. Mm. So, but yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that's that's my top four. I think West Ham will sneak in there. Um, Potentially Leicester. I mean, if Leicester didn't have all those injuries, then I'd, that'd be it. It would be Leicester. But yeah, I mean, one big injury, uh, one big injury to Jamie Vardy, and I can't see Kalechi and Acho stepping up. You know, he's a uh, main man. Thirty-five, is he now? Thirty-four. I don't know. He's been. He seems to have been around a while. I'm still in his twenties, though, isn't he? Demari Gray's gone as well. Yeah, yeah, he's gone yeah. to Dortmund, has he? Or RB Leipzig? Someone over there. Uh, Someone in yeah, Germany, some not German Dortmund. Team, Gone to some German team, but yeah, see how see how they get on. Yeah, if Vardy, Vardy goes down, that's it. Be lucky for top ten, I think. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's that was my top four. I imagine you must have something close. Well, just check the Mario Gray's up by Leverkusen, so not too bad. But yeah, mine uh, mine's similar. Mine's similar. Obviously, Man City. No one's catching Man City, are they? Like, 
the last five, six, <laughs> well, they tw- 20 wins in a row in all competitions. Absolutely yes, ridiculous. Yeah. So they're, yeah, they're running I mean, away the with the league. Started off slow. The weekend as well, yeah, Ruben Diaz and John Stones are up there. With, people are comparing them to the likes of Terry and Carvalho and Vidic and Ferdinand. It's like, sh- shut up. What are you on about? Yeah. You're not no, up against no, you're not up against the caliber of strikers that they were up against. You know, prime Drogba, prime Henri, prime Van Persie, prime Rude Van Nistelrooy. All these people. Who, who are you playing now? Yeah. You're playing. You're playing the likes of Harry Kane's overrated. That's another video. Yeah, that's <laughs> you another know? video. Don't bring that up just yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Man City yeah, top for me, easy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then only um, because of form at the moment, I don't want to say Man United, but they're six points ahead of Chelsea. So as long as they don't win the league, I absolutely hate Man United. I'll go Man United second, <laughs> Chelsea third. But fourth, I think, ah, oh, I can't see Leicester and West Ham holding on to it. And I think with Liverpool's injuries, injured players trickling back into the squad, you know, we've seen Diogo Jota coming in. He'll help yeah. give that front line a bit of freshness because Firmino is just not the one for me anymore. I think Diego Jota with Mane and Salah, they can rotate. Once they get one or two of the centre-backs back, you know what I mean? Joe Gomez, Van Dyke, yeah. uh, Joe Gomez, Van Dyke, uh, even Fabinho and Henderson are both out. They're both midfielders and John Matip. One yeah. of them five coming back is a big, big boost, you know, for that team. Just on that, Mike... Um... Henderson and Fabinho played at the back together, and they didn't—they didn't look bad. They didn't—they so, didn't look terrible, you know. No, no. It, it so, wasn't—it yeah, wasn't terrible. Fabinho definitely play. stepped up. Yeah, one yeah. of them. One of them comes back, and obviously their midfield's not the same. You know, take away Henderson and Fabinho, and Thiago yeah, looks, looks poor. Bit, he, he, yeah. Thiago I, struggles the, in the Premier League the kid, without the, people like that. Yeah, kids—kids kids look good though. Curtis Jones. Yeah, Curtis Jones. He, yeah, he does look good. He stepped up. Yeah, I've got Man City, Man United, Chelsea, then Liverpool in fourth with West Ham and Leicester clinching them uh, European spots with, I think Everton will probably finish up there. I can't see Tottenham or Arsenal getting European football this season, you know. I just can't see it. Everton have a good shout. Everton have a good shout at coming top four, you know. I was tempted, but I just think they'll falter towards the end. I think Liverpool are too, I don't know. There's just something about them in there with Klopp. I love Klopp. So. Yeah, he's he's quite a charismatic guy, and he you got to love him. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I think Ancelotti got to play a big part in uh, Everton's revival sort of thing. Yeah. They? They were, yeah, they were average, bang average last season, weren't they? Well, and, yeah, they've been trying to they've been trying to find that they've been spending all these money, all this money over the past few years. You know how much did they spend on Gilfy Sigurdsson and then Andre Gomes and. They spent 30-odd million on Pickford, didn't they, you know? But they just didn't have the right manager to uh, yes, take the Ronald yeah, Koeman yeah. was there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you go, you go from Everton to Barca. It's a, it's a <laughs> step down, and that's what you that's what you want to call it. Yeah, that, Ancelotti, he's, he's obviously been there, won it all as a player and a manager, and he's... Yeah, yeah. Chelsea manager, former Chelsea manager. Legend. Yeah, yeah. Did he, did he win something with you? He, Pretty sure he probably won the Premier League or something. Should have, should yeah, know that. Took over from Dimitri or something like that. Just sack him before the end of the season, so yeah. someone else gets the glory. Well, Dimitri is the greatest manager in Chelsea history, right? Won us the Champions League. Yeah, that's took true. took yes. took, took over yeah. when we were four one down against uh, Napoli in the Champions League second leg. We went and beat him, and then he done that miracle run where Torres scored in the semi final against Barcelona. Greatest player the Premier League's ever seen, right, Torres? In a in a red shirt, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then there. And then the big game player Didier Drogba steps up, and uh, in the final on their own turf at Bayern Munich, we managed to defy the he odds. Does like a final, yeah. He loves a final. I've got I've got quite a good I've got a good story about that, Mike. That final. Okay, go uh, go on. Me and a me and a good mate. We was we was in the sportsman, um, and. Uh, there was a party on, a bit of a function, and um, some lass has got a bit rowdy because the husbands are watching the Champions League final. And me and uh, Tom Bell, I think it is, we stood at the back, sort of keeping out of the way of all the fiasco. And um, as Drogba puts the ball down on the spot mm. for the winning penno, she loses it at her husband and turns the telly off. 
and we miss it. Oh, no. Oh, it was devastating. Oh, we'd gone through all the ups and downs of that, you know, conceding late and then Drogba. Was it Drogba with a glancing header to take Yeah, header, corner. 89th minute, 90th minute, I was saying, you know. Yeah, yes. Gave away a penalty as well. Nearly went from hero to zero. Gave away that penalty, which former Chuds player Iron Robin missed. Yes, that was that was big. If we got to see all that, all that drama to miss the final penalty. Wow. um, Yeah, it was (laughs) was pretty devastating. Um, I I wouldn't like to say what happened to the the poor lady, but um, it was great. Uh, Yeah, being a Chuds fan, that was the greatest night of my football life anyway. Uh, yeah, I imagine tough. it is. It was tough. I, I broke my wrist. I broke my uh, broke my wrist before, not long before the final, because I had plans with my dad and granddad. They were we had plans to purchase me a ticket to go and watch the game in Munich. So I was going to go alone, get a bus, go to Munich, get. A, I think it was the Chelsea bus, go to Stamford Bridge, get a bus with a bunch of fans, go over there. We had plans yeah. to buy me a ticket and all that. Broke my wrist. Had a cast on. Spoke to the uh, Chelsea team and that or whoever and the likelihood was I wasn't able to go I was 19 20 when this happened 19 I think during the final so because I had a broken wrist there's no guarantee I'd be able to go so ended up missing out so I went around a mate's house and we watched it went through all the emotions you know went through all the emotions I went from sadness to pure ecstasy but as Drogba put that final ball down for that final penalty you wouldn't have seen it obviously he's put it down and he stepped back see, once. He one, stepped back. Once. He took one step. step. And I'm just sat there yeah. like, Didier, what are you doing? What are you doing, Didier? <laughs> Obviously, all these yes. thoughts running through my head from four years ago when John Terry missed the final penalty against Man United. Oh. And then I saw Nicholas yeah. Anelka stand up and Nicholas Anelka just showed no effort. I knew he was going to miss it. I knew the keeper was going to save it. So that was, yeah, that was, that was, I think I took two days off school after that final against Man U. I couldn't handle going in and seeing all them Man U fans. You know, I'm from that generation where people are all Man U fans. Oh, don't know where Manchester so, is on the map. I think it's down south. Exactly. Yeah, That's what they cool. think. Oh, I know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, I think uh, our next next topic is old score predictor. Is it score for, predictor next? It's score predictor for this, okay. week, this weekend's games. This um, upcoming I mean, weekend of games. We've class Monday as a weekend. Well, um, okay, this game week, this this Premier yeah, League game yeah, week, I this, think it's game week game 28. Week. Obviously, we're recording this. It's Monday the 1st of March, so we're, we're missing out tonight's game and we're missing out the midweek games. Chelsea against Liverpool. What a solid game that would have been to predict. If you had to predict yeah. that game, what were you saying at the moment, Half? Um, uh, I think Chelsea win. I think Chelsea win. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I've, I've not back to on Monday, but I think no. after Monday, um, I reckon it'll be a bit of a solid run of form, to be honest. Two what what are you saying about this upcoming Thursday, though? Chelsea versus Liverpool, if you had to put a bet on it, who Chelsea. are you going for? Chelsea. Chelsea. I'd, but yeah, I'd back Chelsea. Um, Good lad. Yeah, my heart would say draw, but if I had to pick a team to win, I'd pick Chelsea, I think. Okay, then. Well, then, let's start with the Saturday early game. What are you saying? We've got Burnley at home to Arsenal. Harvey, I mean, as, Sean Dyche as things stand currently, miracle worker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, credit Sean Dyche, what, what a guy, miracle worker. Um, I mean, I think I might offer him a pint and a packet of crisps with Tom Pope. I don't know if you see that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't think it gets any better for the poor bloke. He, he hasn't got any air to lose, but um, Arsenal 3-0. Arsenal are on the way. 3-0. Uh, yeah, it looks good. They're, they're, I mean, Leicester were injury-ridden, but... Um, they did look good. William looked like the sort of guy that Tottenham wanted and Chelsea got. And then um that's what we do, don't we? We uh, we let we let the old rivals <laughs> then scumbags Tottenham, we let them pay for his uh medical. Travel. And then as soon as he passes a medical, we're just like yeah, William <laughs> fancy joining an actual football team. Come to Southwest yeah. London. So we did. <laughs> Didn't even have a medical at Chelsea. We just took the report from Tottenham and said, Yeah, go on then. Yeah, I mean, that's quite what we do. Trust them, but um, yeah, three 0 Arsenal is what I've gone for. They're... Three 0 Arsenal. Yeah, he's in the goals again. Um, I think that helps. He, he was, I don't know, lacking confidence. Didn't fancy it. Not sure. I mean, whatever he's on, what is he on three hundred and fifty grand a week? Yeah, oh, he's on. A he's on. I mean, that, that dollar, that me. me. I'd, yeah, I'd, 
yeah, I'd run around for that sort of money. Um, so yeah, I've gone, I've gone three nil Arsenal. Um, and yeah, just heap more misery on poor Sean Dash, really. Poor Sean Dash. Yeah, I think I've gone similar for you, similar to you. Not gone for three nil. I've gone for a two nil Arsenal victory because I think that Burnley defence they weren't great against Tottenham, were they? Just gone, but I think they'll oh, no. they'll get they'll get a rollicking from Big Sean, and I reckon yeah, it'll be a I'll... tight two nil win to Arsenal. But they just have no goal scorers. Well, yeah, they've got a couple of big men up top that you play someone off, don't you? But they haven't got yeah, that but that, player to That's play the off. thing. They don't have them to play off, so they just no. play off each other. And you can't play two big <laughs> men off each other. Yeah, Next game we yeah. got, though, Harv, we got Sheffield United, who are rooted bottom of the league. You know, winning three games this season, one of them against Manchester United, which was a huge result. At home to Southampton, who haven't won a game in time. Last decent result yeah. they got was that draw against Chelsea. Myself, I've gone for a 2-1 away win to Southampton with Ralph Hassan Hootel. Two 9-0 I mean, losses in the past 24 months. What are you saying? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> some history making, that is. Um, I've actually gone I've, I've gone to Southampton 2-0. I, I mean, uh, bar David McGoldrick, Ollie McBurney... Who's scoring goals? Rian Brewster's yeah, not doing anything. Yeah, Rian Brewster's not really. doing anything, is he now? Um, I, I see, I see Chris Wilder in mid uh, over the weekend say that the recruitment plan's not great. They're not recruiting top players. They're recruiting top of the championship um, yeah. players. But I think top of the championship players don't even get you out of the championship anymore. I don't think that, no. that level. Just... You're talking average Premier League players to get you out of that that league. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, just to, I don't think the scoring and Southampton of Dan, Danny Ings and Redmond, Ward-Prowse, I think they've, they've got some quality players. Okay, quick quick question then. Euro 2021 obviously got moved from last year to this year. Does does Danny Ings get a spot on the plane for you under Gareth Southgate? If When Gareth Southgate first took over and he said I'm only taking four players, I'll be very surprised if he doesn't go. That soon went. I think, I yep. think that, that that soon went. Um, like pretty much every manager that does that, they have the favourites. Yeah, Mason Mount's his son. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Doesn't matter what anyone else does, Mason. I mean, to be fair, I do, I do rate Mason Mount. You do, obviously, as a Chelsea quality manager. player. As yeah, as someone who who um, can take an impartial view, I, I think for me, I'd only t- I'd only take maybe two or three strikers. And I'd take Sterling, Foden, Madison, Grealish, and I, I, I don't know Mount. if it sounds ridiculous. Mount, yeah, yeah Mount. But so I'd you're taking Mount. Grealish, Madison, and Mount, mate. You you stick them beyond one striker and tell. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, all right. I probably you got Sterling and, and Sancho, but I think I mean, you take Grealish, Mount, and Foden. I don't think Madison gets on the plane. We'll, we'll, oh, do you know what? We'll talk gosh. about this in another video. Yeah. In another yeah, video, I mean, we'll talk I've about our more... Euro 2021 squads. Yeah, so just, we'll just skip to, that. Just just to finish off that, I would take all of them, scrap a defensive midfielder, hope John Stones brings his city form and keep the ball and just play in the final third. The thing is, who do you partner with John Stones? Harry Maguire? Oh. No, Joe Gomez. Gomez if Joe Gomez... If Joe Gomez was back, we have. Again, got, that's another video. That's a t- that's video. a tier list video where we talk yeah. about the England right backs: Reese James, yes. Trent, Carl Walker, Aaron Wambasaka, Tarek yeah. Lamptey. You know, there's some yes. solid right backs for England right now, and our left back choices yeah. are on too bad either at the moment. Luke Shaw's yeah, picked Reece, up some I mean, Reese James, I'd partner with John Stones. If uh, these James come to worse, because the right backs are quality, or, or Carl Walker because he's been there. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I've got next game is Villa Wolves. Um, I mean, as a Warsaw fan, uh, just to see <laughs> Midlands. Mid, Fan on that didn't know. Midlands teams do well. Yeah, yeah. Midlands teams have got to do well because there's not. We're not usually that great. Um, but I pick I pick Villa. Uh, Wolves. Have got no, they've got no threat up top now. I mean, no. I, 
Jimenez is obviously he's come back and he's ball at his feet and what that, but there's no there's no Adama Traore. What score what scoreline did you go for? Two one Villa. Yeah, Adama Traore, like you said, didn't didn't get a single goal in twenty twenty. So I've got the exact same scoreline. I've got two one as well, Villa home win. I don't know if Jack Grealish is back, but because obviously he's not been there. But it don't that's what I'm saying. He don't need to be there. Ollie Watkins, solid signing from Brentford. Yes, yeah, solid I, signing. To be honest, I don't think Wolves Wolves goal comes from an attacking player. Nah. I think it comes from someone like Connor Cody, who also might yeah. be on that plane. Just, just mainly. He he um, he should get a spot on that plane. To be fair, but like we said, that's that's another episode. Our Euro twenty twenty one squad. Yeah. yeah. So let's Leicester, jump into the got? next game. Yeah, Brighton Leicester. I've gone. For a 2-1 Leicester win, I think. Brighton are playing some really yes. good football. And XG, expected goals for anyone that doesn't know, has them like sixth in the league. They are high up in the league, but they just can't put that like statistics. They can't put them statistics onto the field. Graham Potter's got them playing great football. And with a bigger team like yeah. Chelsea, I think Graham Potter could do bits. You know, Tottenham, yeah. if Mourinho was to go, you know, because who yeah, knows? I but Graham Brian, Potter yeah, would Brian do something would decent. Be, but yes. Yeah, but Tarek Lamptey's obviously we had a choice, Chelsea. We had a choice of Reese James or Tarek Lamptey, and we couldn't keep them both because obviously they're both Chelsea boys. Reese James was definitely the right decision to keep, I think, but we cashed yeah, in I on mean, Tarek sure, Lamptey. Surely you'd, you'd pick pick one of them, play left back, just just pick. Well, just put we got Ben Chilwell. Got Ben Chilwell. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. But yeah. So what scoreline did you go for? Two one as well. Two yeah. one. Same. Yeah, I, I have put there though. Tough game. Brighton's ball ball. Tough game. In control. Is, well, in the past is, few games, they've taken scalps, didn't they? They've got a win against Tottenham and Liverpool. But yeah, yeah. In the past I, I've, few I've got weeks, a tough game because of Brighton, and then I've also got injuries. Obviously, Leicester. What, nine, Leicester. 13? Yeah. Oh, Absolutely ridiculous. Got loads so, of players out. Madison's out, yeah. so stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. I just can't see the creativeness coming from someone like a Jose Perez. Tielemans is fit, though. Tielemans has come yeah, back. Yeah, Tielemans is, is decent. I mean, what? You got, it's Dan James. Is it not Dan James? Um, Andy, Harvey Barnes. Harvey ba- yeah, he's injured. He got injured at the weekend. Yeah, Harvey Barnes, yeah. He, but as long as, Vardy's, statue, as long as Vardy's uh, fit, I think Leicester yeah, have no, goals. Yeah, 9-1. Nine, nine, just playing 9 and a 1. Yeah, nine, nine, 9-0-1, yeah. What are you saying yeah. for the next game? Probably the most boring game of the weekend, in my opinion. West Bromwich Albion against Newcastle. I'm just going to tell you right now, I've gone nil-nil. I can't see anything happening. <laughs> I'm going nothing. The by I drove all the way to Stoke with a friend for his birthday to watch West Bromwich Albion against Stoke. It was the worst experience of my life, football-wise. It was the most boring <laughs> game ever. I got pulled over by the police because we couldn't find the bloody stadium properly. We couldn't find the parking spot for the stadium. So they kind of escorted me to a roundabout and told me to turn off. So I parked up. Following that, on the way home, it was late at night. We broke down near Nottingham. So that was annoying. Coming all the way from Skegness, we had to go back to but yeah, nil-nil, I've gone, nothing's going to happen. If you're a Newcastle Mate. fan, don't watch it. Don't waste your time. <laughs> Same uh, with you, West Brom yeah. fans. Don't do it. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've, I've gone, I've written down here, West Brom win 1-0. And I, I'm I'm going with Big Sam. Big, Big Sam knows Big how Sam to masterclass. Yeah, he knows how to keep a team fighting. Um. But will this be? Uh, do you reckon this is the year he finally gets relegated from the Premier League? Potentially. Um, nine points off safety. And yeah, I know that. Them nine points. Sport. Them nine points are Brighton and Newcastle. So this is a six-point game to them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm going one nil. And mm. yeah, I'm going big. Big Sam might pull that out of the bag. I think that big be Sam Allardyce, the most successful England manager of all time. One game, one win, hundred percent record. Can't Super fault it. Can't knock him. Can't no, fault it. No. Greatest. Um, Greatest. Next up, what are you saying? Liverpool at home to Fulham. I mean, Fulham have the form in this out, out of the two, but I've gone Liverpool two 0 because Liverpool have got to turn it around at some point. And yeah. out of all the games, I think this has got to be this has got to be it, and it Fulham. They're down there. Um, Relegation fodder. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, 
I wouldn't be surprised if Fulham nicked a one nil. I wouldn't be surprised. But I have gone for Liverpool two nil. Just Liverpool have got to turn it around, and I think this is the game. Yeah. Adam Ola Luckman's looking solid for Fulham, to be fair, and he since he came back from that loan spell in Germany. Yeah, like when he was there is from he Everton. Loan? He's on loan again. Is he on loan again, or is he? What to Fulham? I think he's on loan. I'm not sure. When he went, I was very surprised. To be honest, I thought if yeah. you gave him a run of just 20 games in that in that season, um, yeah. with a few sub appearances, I, I was thinking, mate, this kid's going to be quality. We'd be taking yeah. him to a Euros or something. I did think he was going to be that good. Just checked. Um, he is on loan at Fulham from RB Leipzig. So it's not very often you see in a German club with an English prospect <laughs> loaning them back to us. You know what I mean? That's got so. the other way around, doesn't it? So, yeah. yeah, so yeah, he's on loan to Fulham. Yeah. I've gone four one Liverpool. I've gone four one Liverpool. I just think I think they're at home. They've had a bad bad run of form. I just think they're going to smash some goals in. I think Fulham will get one. I think you know it might be one 0 to Liverpool. Fulham will get one, and then that's when Liverpool are like, nah, they've got to do something. Yeah, yeah. If they don't do something this week, then I'm going to change my prediction for the. Uh, Top four. Oh, I don't think they four. get top four. <laughs> they can lose to Chelsea on Thursday, but if they don't beat Fulham at the weekend, I don't think they get fourth. And the only way they can get in the Champions League is by winning it this season, which we'll talk that about in due course. Yeah. Next yeah. up, though, what you got for Ooh. the big rivalry, Manchester big City rivalry. at home to Manchester United, Harvey. What are you saying? Mate, I'm saying I'm saying City 2-1. City dominate as well. I'm I'm thinking City dominate. Um, United have been half decent on the counter going forward off from like the edge of their own box to the edge of the opponent's box is rapid, scary, scary rapid. Yeah, that front um, three. Yeah, it, there's some pace and in, Cavani brings an intelligence that the, none of those strikers have. I think he's leaps and bounds in terms of a finisher and just yeah. intelligent movement and stuff. He's something that they they haven't had for a long time. I think he makes um, Man United fans realise that maybe Rashford's better suited as a left winger because all of them before Cavani came were begging for him to play through the middle and that, but he just doesn't have that striker instinct, instinct as much. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I mean, I'd like. Did Did he really have a run of games to prove he could play up there though? Did, did he well, that's the thing with the Premier League nowadays. If you want to have a... Like, Timo Werner's had a couple of games as a striker, but he's been pushed out to the left currently. But we'll see how that pans out. Yeah, yeah, that is true. But yeah, I've gone City dominate. United break, get a goal. But City still win 2-1. Two, two, maybe one. three. They're at home, aren't they? Um, yeah, and I, I, again, um, I don't know what's happened to him, but Cancelo has turned into... Some sort of world class right wing back centre defensive midfielder, wherever he's playing. Striker thing. Yeah, it's a very weird, weird thing. And they were Kai Gundogan as well. Kai Gundogan's got like, what, 10 goals this season in the league or nine goals? Yeah. I I mean, just just by looking, just by watching uh, some of the games and highlights, that's because of Cancelo. Cancelo comes in to where those midfielders are. And everyone else just is like, oh, he's 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 a defender. He knows what he's doing. I'm just I'm just going to put off. And I'm just going to. He gives that freedom to all of the attacking players, like Gundogan, yes. to show yeah. his attacking yeah, he's, prowess. He's, he's your anchor man, isn't he? That's what it is. Mm. But yeah, I've gone City two one. I'm I'm intrigued to hear what you've got to say about this. To be honest, I've gone three nil Man City. I think Man, you couldn't score against Chelsea. It was a nil nil draw. Man, I was not threatened once by that Man U front line. Not once. Man U fans begging for a penalty that never was, in my opinion. Shut up, Man U fans. Don't know what you're talking oh, about. I three, I three nil, three nil, City. Easy win. Yeah, yeah, okay. That defense, like we've already spoke though, like we've already spoke about before. John Stones and Ruben Diaz are somehow keeping Imeric Laporte out of the team, which is ridiculous. Probably the second best defender in the Premier League last season, behind Van Dijk, yes, and yeah. they they're keeping him. John Stones, who was basically waste at the during oh. that season, there he was. I forgot he, was he existed. With everybody, wasn't he? Yeah, he was yeah, well, with everybody, wasn't he? Moved away? Yeah, I, I had Accrington Stanley going for him. For him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and wouldn't have surprised me if he had gone to try and revitalise his career. But no, I don't I don't see Man U scoring and I can see Man City picking them apart 3-0, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, Raheem yeah, Sterling. I'd be surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spurs Palace. 
I've gone one all. I hate Spurs. Can't see Spurs doing anything. Man, like these these are two defensive minded coaches, defensive minded teams. If Tottenham play attacking football with the likes of Hyun Min Son and Harry Kane and Gareth Bale scored a few goals recently, if they just stick to attacking football, I would go 3 0. But I know what Mourinho is like. They've just had a decent win against Burnley. He's going to be like, yeah, that's good enough for a few weeks. He's going to park the bus against the team that's parking the bus. You'll see two players in midfield, one from each team fighting it out while everyone else is just sat in their own box. And it's just going to be the most... uh, It's going to be the most... Yeah, exactly. It's going to be the most boring game you'll ever see. You know, Harry Kane will be sat up top with Son chatting to the five back line of Palace. Vice versa for Zaha, he'll be chatting to the five of the back line. He'll just be sat there with his mate from Ivory Coast. Him and Sergio Aurea will be just chatting. The ball will never get to anyone yeah. up top and it will be absolutely dull. I'm going for 1-1. One, one. What are you well, saying? I've gone 2-1 two, one. I've gone two, one Spurs. Ooh, um, I didn't know what, who that was going to go for then. 2-1 to who? Because it could be any team could win this because they're both boring. It, it was 2-1 to... Oh. It was a tough pick, to be fair. It, I think it's going to be two-one to somebody. I've gone Spurs. Zaha's always a threat. Um, but then Spurs' alternative, for me, is is Son. Um, yeah, he's just outstanding. He's quality. I think he goes. He, he probably gets into every team in the league, even probably City. I'd say. I think he's that good. Who, who do you reckon he'd get in over City? Mate, I'd stick him up top. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, they need a striker. I, you know, I would stick him up top. Aguero's... Yeah, definitely Aguero's. Or whatever. He's, yeah, they're well, they're looking to replace him, aren't they? But even yeah. then, I mean, like, he could just season. interchange. You know, interchange yeah. with the likes of Sterling, Bernardo Silva, Foden, Mahrez. That's you a know. scary thought, isn't it? That's a scary yeah. thought, isn't it? Just having Sane good thing that it's a good thing they sold Sane last season. Otherwise, they'd be twenty points ahead of the league. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean, Sane. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, your your team, Chelsea, Chelsea, Everton. I think we. I touched on. I know. I know what you've gone for already. You've already gone for an yes. Everton win, but I've gone for a two-one Chelsea win. I think we'll concede a goal. I think Dominic Calvert-Lewin, with the likes of Hammers Rodriguez behind him, they'll get a goal. They've got to get a goal. But I just yeah. think, being a Chelsea fan, I'm never gonna bet against Chelsea, 2-1 Chelsea. I think Timo Werner will get a goal. I think he'll get a goal against Liverpool as well. I think we'll beat Liverpool 2-1 as well, and I think a Timo goal will come. I think he's going to start getting a few goals now, hopefully. What, what, what are you thinking? Yeah, floodgates will open. I reckon he'll still get a decent return. He's still. I don't understand the problem with him. He's got more goals until this last week. He had more goals than Aubameyang and stuff. But yeah, I reckon 2-1 Chelsea at home to Everton. Yeah, I've gone 2-1. I've gone 2-1 Everton. And the only thing, the only reason I've gone for that is just because of Ancelotti. Yeah. Um, I think just like he did in the Liverpool game, he had his team cool, calm and collective, not making any rash decisions. Um, that derby's known for it. Obviously, big dunk next to him. Obviously, yeah. loving life. Big um, dunk and Ferguson the, was. Losing it on the sideline. Yeah, he was losing his yeah. mind, wasn't he? <laughs> Yeah, losing it on the sideline. Um, I mean, if that had gone onto the pitch, just for yeah, like, that, any of the players, if that, that if been... that was if that match had fans, if any match this season could have had fans in, that would have been the one, wouldn't it? You know that. Mate, that would have been. Oh, yeah, that would have been incredible. But yeah, I think it's that's probably a good thing. There. It's probably a good thing that we're in a national lockdown. Otherwise, Liverpool, yeah. Merseyside would be in ruins right now. Yeah, <laughs> don't know yeah, what. It would, <laughs> it would not would not be good. But yeah, I've gone. Yeah. I've, Dominic Calvert-Lewin coming back as well. He's, he's had a bit of a layoff, hasn't he? Um, yeah. Him, Richarlison, Rodriguez. Um, going forwards, obviously, that's a dangerous, dangerous trio. Um, so, yeah, I've gone, gone for that. Um, West Ham Leeds. West Ham Leeds, last game. What have you gone for? I've, I've gone 2-1 I've gone West Ham. I think Leeds are a very attacking team. And with the form West Ham are in, you know, it's like... You don't know whether they're going to... Well, not West Ham, sorry. With the form that Leeds are in. If someone said to me, if I didn't watch this game and I woke up the next morning and someone said to me it was a six-all draw, I'd believe them because Leeds can either just bang in goals or concede loads of goals. Remember the first game of the season when they played Liverpool, they lost 4-3 and they were unlucky to lose 4-3. And since then, they've either come up against teams and just scored bare goals. 
or well, conceded bare goals. Yeah, they beat, beat the Baggies in the 5 0 at West Brom. Exactly. It's like at the Hawthorns. Yeah. But I think um, West Ham are on fire at the moment. The defence is looking solid, you know, with them two new additions in Suchek and Kufau. They're looking like proper good signings. And Suchek's just an aerial threat as well up front. Lingard, who, who would have thought it, right? Lone <laughs> signing. Lo- that's probably one of the signings of the season as well, you know, other than maybe Diogo Jota to Liverpool, who was, yeah. before he got injured, was solid. But Lingard, never thought I'd say it. He's changed West Ham's season since he joined, like he elevated them a level up. But yeah, I've gone 2-1 yeah. home West Ham win. What are you saying? Yeah, I've, I've gone 3-1 West Ham. Um, I, I think it'll be a Leeds weekend where they do go all out attack and concede a lot. Yeah. Um, like you touched on, it's one or the other in it. It's yeah. We win 5-0 or we lose 5-0. It, <laughs> it, it's going to be one of them. But the fans um, love it. Yeah, I mean, it's you you're out of the big time for so long for such such a historic historically big club um, yeah and you just want you want to see entertainment when you get back in there don't you you haven't waited that long you haven't dropped down to league one to play the likes of warsaw uh, <laughs> and Ray. who are they i could tell you that yeah <laughs> I, I went it was when fabian Dahl was there, a 17 year old lad um and yeah I, I remember sitting in the away end and he's he's he spanked two worldies, one from 35 yards, one from the one from the edge of the box, and he set the other one up. They've won 3-0. And for a 17, I mean, it's League One, I get it, but you were like, this this kid's decent. Like, he's going to yeah. be good. He's, he's quality. And obviously, I think he didn't last. He was gone after the end of that season. Yeah. I think. Um, or, or he turned 18, then, then he went. And I think that yeah, you could see it. He was he, there was some season pros. I mean, there was like Jermaine Beckford's, who in that at that. Oh level yeah, Jermaine Beckford. Yeah, um, he was. They had a right team. A few they seasons, had a really good team. Um, yeah, Luciano Becchio as well. Leeds fans will know who that is. Yeah, um, I know Luciano was, Becchio. Yeah, he at that level though. They was they, they had some, some absolute ballers. Um, but he was like you couldn't get near him. Couldn't get near. He was quality. Um, but yeah, I reckon it'd be one of those weekends for Leeds where they just concede. I've gone three yeah. one. Three one. Nothing, there's nothing stopping that West Ham train at the moment. Again, an- another another discussion that we're going to have in a future episode. England strikers. You got Patrick Bamford vying for a place in the England squad. You know, does Jamie Vardy get out the get out of retirement and possibly jump on the Euro 2021 train? Who knows? But like, there's so many England strikers right now. Dominic Calvert Lewin, Harry Kane. Tammy Abraham, Jamie Vardy, Ollie Watkins, Danny Ings, Patrick Bamford, all I, these players will definitely yeah, have to rate them and give our... Uh, yeah, I mean, statistically, I mean, some of them are very close to Kane, you know, depending on the... Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. It's only yeah, this... It, they would be. It's only this season that Harry Kane's actually picked up his uh, teamwork, like, picked up the mantle for teamwork. Before this is highest assist total in a Premier League season was two, you know, wow. two or three, yeah, which just wasn't good I, enough I mean, for a big man striker. I imagine, that's I imagine some son's work work rate has got to be something to do with that. Those two, are, those yeah. two have, have been phenomenal. Probably um, the deadliest duo in world football right now. Yeah, potentially, yeah. But uh, just, just touching on what you said, mate, um, Bamford gets nowhere near that squad. No, I, I agree. I don't think Bamford. He's a Chelsea reject. We had him for a while. <laughs> so, loaned him out a few times. He just wasn't good enough. And same with Tammy Abraham. He's a good player. He's a good backup. I don't think he wants to be a backup. So, I don't think Chelsea are going to keep hold of Tammy Abraham. I think he'll end up at a team like, like West him. Ham or someone. I think he'll end up at I'm, someone like West Ham, you know, like, as like Mikhail Antonio gets older. Oh, I'm a yeah, fan of Tammy, but I, I just I like don't him. think... I don't think he's a top four striker and Chelsea are a top four team. How old is he? 20? Tammy. 22, 23 maybe? 22. 22, oh, I'd maybe give him a year or two more. before. He's, 20, he's 23. Was... 23. Uh, oh, give him a year. Give, yeah. give him till the, the end of his... 20, if he's happy 23. to be on the bench and be a different option, not starting every week, I'd keep him. You know, he's that tall guy. He gives us something different. But I don't think he starts every week for the remainder of this his Chelsea career for the next six, seven years. I don't think he does. 
Whereas I think Timo Werner's got that in him that he can. Whether he's alongside another striker or with Tammy or without Tammy. But if Tammy... I'd like to see those two. I'd like to yeah. see the the big man pace. I like the big man pace thing up top. Yeah, I like it playing off each. The old crouch and yeah. Defoe, yeah. Yeah, oh, mate, it's, Hesky it's Owen. Hesky yeah. Owen, we love it here in England. Big man. Yeah, we, yeah. Big Small man. man. Little little whip it. It's quite. Oh, that should be a who would you rather? That'll be a future who would you rather? Crouch and Defoe or Hesky and Owen? Who would you rather? <laughs> I mean, mate, I've got a good one for you. Um, yeah, I think we can go to now, to be honest. So, yeah. Shall we jump it? Do you want to give me yours first? Oh, what? Yeah, I really want to go first. Um, now, I, the, the, one of these, I think, is the best left back we have ever seen. Oh, we've gone left ever. back. Okay, just saying, so people know we haven't seen who each other have got. We don't know who each other are bringing up in this. Who no. in this? Who would you rather? And the facts about football. These two last segments, we have not told each other we're not going to give each other anything we've both got two options written down just in yeah. case we both come up with the same option so if Harvey says like Messi or Ronaldo and I've got that written down I've got a second option for the week so Harvey I heard left back I'm hoping one of these is Ashley Cole yes that is the first one who would you That's pick Ashley Cole. let Ashley Cole or now we're talking World Cups we're talking I know I know who you're going to say one now the, the only per- the seen. only person that he's going to be compared to is Roberto Carlos Roberto, right yes i mean who who are you picking you're a chelsea fan i'm a chelsea fan cole, cole at heart i imagine cole at heart that that's that that's hands down cole at heart ashley cole won numerous premier league titles with chelsea was he part of that invincibles team for arsenal as well got a feeling he was I'm pretty sure he was, you know, Ashley Cole, the greatest left back that's ever played in the Premier League and for England Football Um, Club, in my opinion. Mate, I'd put him as the best left back the world has ever seen. I agree. I think think Ashley Cole is just the best. He was amazing going forward. You know, he wasn't the best going forward, but he wouldn't let you down. And defensively, you know, Ashley Cole, he's giving you an eight nine out of ten performance every that England generation that golden generation where your Lampards your Gerrards your Beckhams your Owens your Rooney's everyone had bad games Ashley Cole never, never had a bad game never had a yeah, bad can't, game can't remember having a bad game ever he, never had a bad game even in even throughout an entire season what he's having one one a season yeah what, he's, he's he's sort of like your Gary Neville gives you a seven out of ten every week but I'd yeah. say he was even better. He's giving you an eight, eight every week. He's giving you an eight, nine out of ten every single week, every single match. Yeah. Ashley Cole is the greatest left back of all time, in my opinion. Taking away Maldini, who changed to a centre back. Maldini is probably the best centre yeah, back one of. But le- yeah. left back, from what we've seen, from what I've visibly seen, I only caught. I saw some of obviously Roberto Carlos. That free kick is probably the greatest free kick ever scored, right? What do you say it's to that? A, it's up, uh, maybe not the greatest, but it's up there. It's you not think it's there. the greatest way? He's just run up from it. He's like when you're a kid and you're like, yeah, I want to get full power on there. So you, you're taking yeah. a penalty and you go to the halfway line and you do a 50 up. That's it. You do a 40 yard run just to kick the ball. He's done similar to that. Walloped it with the outside of his left boot and it's just gone <laughs> 10 yards wide and somehow it's found impressive. the inside of the post. It's impressive. It's, impressive. I, it is, it's up there, but for me... I mean, if you're asking me right now, the one that I think of was Ronaldo against Portsmouth, where the, like, the ball's gone from the floor to the top yeah. corner, and I don't know how, it's gone rapid. I remember. Two seconds. I remember that. Da- I think David I was, li- I was living step. in Portsmouth. I was living in Portsmouth at that time, you know? I was living down south during that goal. I remember that. That, so that, that's up there. But, but yeah, that Robbie Carlos free kick was mental. Mental. I think for um, free kick wise, the uh, I think the technique that's the best one. Them two are up there. But my favourite yes. free kick of all time is that uh, David Beckham against Greece. That moment just lives yes. in my head. Rent free when he scored oh. that goal. He'd missed. It I think it was something like. I think it was something ridiculous. Like he'd had eight or nine shots on goal from free kicks in that all. game. Missed, missed them all, all in that game, and then. Yeah. Since that last goal, it's just like we needed it. We needed that goal to go to the World Cup or Euro final, sorry, to get into the knockout, not the knockout stages, to actually get to the, the tournament. The tournament, yeah. Everyone else was trash. 
everyone else on the team were playing extremely poorly. It was only D-backs coming off the back of a few, like, it wasn't months or years before that he got that red card against, was it, uh, oh, who's the Atletico Madrid manager? Diego Simeone. That's who he'd kicked out at. Got a red, yeah, got a red card. Yeah. Everyone was, all the English fans were, like, burning their David Beckham jerseys, you know, right, threatening, been, sending him hung from, death threats. Hung from windows, yeah, it was, wasn't he? It was, it was hung from lamp, oh. lampposts and windows. Gets given the captain's yeah. armband by, was it Fabio Capello? No, Sven. Who was it? Gave him the captain's Sven. armband. It must have been I can't Sven. remember. Must have been. Who was before Sven? Who was it before Sven? Either way, whoever yeah. it was, gave him the captain's yeah. armband, yeah. gave him that confidence, and he carried us to them finals. He yeah, carried absolutely. us to them finals. So, That's the most... Just to get back yep. on topic, we've gone. Yes. We've gone with Ashley Cole. You are you. That is hundred percent. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I mean, I'd have I'd have to say the same. I think. Um, I think all forward, round. Yeah, going forward, Roberto Carlos, you'd probably be like, yeah, yeah. probably play yeah. left wing. He could probably play left wing, couldn't he, Robbie Carlos? Oh, definitely, he, definitely. Yeah, um, but uh, Ashley Cole, late runs, overlaps, underlaps. But then just that defensive side to his game was phenomenal. I mean, probably one Amazing. of the only one of the only defending defensive players you could say has had Cristiano Ronaldo when in his back pocket. About, yeah, flash trick. Well, that's the thing. He was unstoppable. He was Wait, unstoppable. That's it. Ashley Cole's probably pocketed him a couple of times. Not only that, he pocketed Messi numerous times. Messi yes. never scored against Chelsea until Ashley Cole left the club. Yeah, I, yeah, and I think that that so, volumes because that is how good exactly. I think it was. To be fair, but yeah, I'm hoping you've got an intriguing Mine, match. Mine's up. not that intriguing, you know. Mine's mine's for the first episode. You've got you've gone out the box, but I'm sticking firmly in the box oh, with yeah. a debate that has. It's been it's been a debate oh, that's yeah. been around the England fans for many years. Them two. Them two big boys of the golden generation. One plays for Chelsea, one plays for Liverpool. Who who do you think they are? Uh, who are they going to be? I mean, I think you're talking about Jamie Carr and John Terry. Wait, but, uh, I'll presume yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, of course we're on about that. That could be a discussion for another game, but day. But I don't think it's going to be Jamie Carragher compared to Terry. I think yeah. it would be something like Ferdinand. But yeah, Lampard and Gerrard, the greatest goalscorer midfielder of all time. Chelsea's top goalscorer against a man who, he's played for Liverpool. He's a one-man club, one-man team. You know what um, I mean? Oh, and probably the the one person, as much as I don't like Liverpool, I hate Spurs and Man U more, but if there's ever a footballer that deserved to win a Premier League, I think it was Steven Gerrard. But he's he's got to be yeah he's got to be up there, hasn't he? Um, bit bit different stylistically, but who? But they're they're always compared. If you had to build yeah. a Premier League all-time eleven, and in your midfield you had someone like Vieira or Roy Keane or someone in there, but you had to choose Lampard or Gerrard, which one you taking? It, the fact that both of them so kept tough. Paul Scholes, the fact that both of them kept Paul Scholes out of the England team speaks oh, volumes. Don't don't, In my opinion, yeah, okay, then if I was to argument. say, would you would you say Paul Scholes is above argument. both of them? You saying Paul Scholes is above both of them? Mate, you, you hear the stories, right? Barcelona's famous academy, La Masia. Yep, Xavi, Iniesta saying that he's the greatest. All you hear them talk about is yeah. Paul Scholes. That is all you hear them talk about. And what? How many World Cups, Euros, Leagues, Champions Leagues, whatever. If it wasn't for those two, Messi wouldn't have had, wouldn't have kept up with Ronaldo when they were both in the prime, in my eyes. Mm. So, yeah, I'd say he, he, nothing was ever flash. It wasn't, it wasn't flash from Skulls. Um, Guy knew how to tackle though. <laughs> no, tackle with his todger out. So yeah, that's what he's doing. Um, yeah, uh, that's a different. That's a different discussion. But um, Gerard or Lampard, that's just such a tough. I don't want to. 
there's, there's, you say one thing about one of them and then all the fans of the other guy are like, yeah, but he does that just as well. Well, one of I'll tell you this: one of them's got more goals in the Premier League and more assists in the Premier League than the other, and he's won Premier League titles. I know that's Lampard. I know, but what? But what people? What people argue with that is how good were the teams around Lampard? Yeah, yeah, true. But my argument, my counter argument to that would be how good Lampard to get in a team like that in the first place. Well, exactly. Lampard was keeping out. Lampard was the first name on the team Claude sheet McElele. when you had the likes of Claude Makélélé, Michael yeah. Balak. You know what I mean? Yeah. These were world-class world players, and Lampard was world always winners. in that team. Yeah, and world then the winners. Guy, he's got the actual—he's got the position named after him. That's how good that guy is. Oh yeah, Claude, big Claude. It's the Makélélé role, and everyone knows it. Um, it's the Makakante I mean, role now. Well, no, there's no discussion there. There's no Can- argument. Makélélé. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm probably picking. I'm probably picking Lampard, um, mm. just because if I've if I've got a Gerard, I he's all he's going forward. Yeah, but he's always thinking forward. Lampard times his runs into the box. Probably one of the best midfielders we've ever seen do it. Yeah, but because of his intelligence of timing those runs, he was never out of position if the counter attack was on. He was always yeah. a, possibly a, like a good counter of the counter, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, Gerard scores important goals. So does Lampard. Yeah, I'm picking. I'm picking lamps. I think you go for that picking, Champions League final against AC Milan. Though Steven Gerrard single-handedly picked right, up that yeah, Liverpool he, team. You he, know. He, he does that as well. Days. If you're talking yeah. captains, we need to do an episode where we talk about the greatest captains of the Premier League. And oh, Stephen Gerrard's up there. Only... No, oh, no, there's only two in my eyes, mate, and that's Keenan Vieira. You're not even taking John Terry as one of the greatest Premier League captains. Big John not Terry. Not not think... oh. no, no. I mean, if you're talking, talking greatest centre-back captains, then he's up there, but... You're talking midfield generals will do yeah. anything box to box. Keen, not so much in his later years, but yeah, yeah, those those two were uh, outstanding. But um, yeah, I'm probably leaning towards Lamps if I'm honest. Yeah, um, probably one of the smartest footballers, like outside of football as well. You know, he's got he's super smart. He's got degrees as well as that. He's got degrees. He's got like 12 degrees or 12 O levels or whatever it is. He's He's, fluent in Latin and some stuff like this. But obviously I'm going for Lampard, personal hero, probably my favourite player of all time up there with the likes of Gianfranco (laughs) Zola and people like that. Yeah, classic. Drogba, Terry. Yeah, quality player. But again, there's not a wrong answer with these two. With these two, no, if anyone says Gerard, I won't argue and be like, "Yeah, you're wrong." Yeah, the only no, thing I can say no, is, no, the no, only no. thing you can do is state a few facts, like highest goalscoring midfielder in the Premier League, highest assist. He's got the most assists out of them both. He's just same as England. He always yeah. scored for England and got assists and that. But I think that's because yeah. for England, Gerard was a bit more held back from going forward yeah, because Lampard was a bit him, more. They yeah, didn't minded. unleash him like they did at Liverpool. Liverpool, yeah. I remember seeing um, Diddy Haman talk about that final that he yeah. dragged them through. And he said it was horrible to play in um, yeah. just because he had to cover Gerrard while Gerrard ran all over the pitch. Yeah, um, but that's <laughs> what he does. It. Wouldn't it? Yeah, but it, you know, if you want someone putting a heart, wearing a heart on a sleeve, you you probably would pick Gerrard, if you might. Stephen Gerrard, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's never backing down. He's flying into challenges. Not that you can do that anymore, but he's flying into challenges, 50-50s, whatever. He'd bleed for your club, wouldn't he? Yeah, 100%. Doing well at Rangers as well. Doing well at Rangers as well as a manager. I could definitely see him going on to manage Liverpool and potentially having some success. You know, Lampard wasn't given enough time. I think it was a wrong time. Lampard to take over for Chelsea, yeah. but we needed someone. We was in a bit of turmoil. We had no transfer window. We couldn't. We had no Champions League when he came in. We had no, no real Wait, pull for a big manager. What, 
What did he do wrong? Say the wrong time. What did it's, he do wrong? Uh, no, he didn't do anything wrong, team. but I just think they didn't want to give That's him time. He could be back he whether, he, whether he goes back into management. Yeah, whether he goes back into management and finds his way back in the next five to ten years, who knows? We'll see. But it's Mate, possible. It would be, nice. be nice. Yeah. Lampard versus Gerrard again on the managerial front. Um, what, but yeah, he'll end up with more trophies. He'll be more successful. What as manager? Yeah, I don't know because like the Scottish Gerard, Premier League is not exactly hard to. Uh, Scottish Premier League. Are we counting the Scottish Premier League? <laughs> oh, I, d- I don't know if Walsall win the league. We'll count that just as I think. Yeah, well, yeah, but that's different. I mean, Tottenham fans, Tottenham fans count the Audi Cup as a trophy. So, but <laughs> same as Arsenal yeah, fans, yeah. they count the Emirates Cup. I mean, Arsenal and Tottenham have their own have their own trophy, don't they? The uh, North London trophy, whoever finishes high, it just then one of them gets silverware every year. Yeah, it just gets, oh, yeah, <laughs> Arsenal for the FA Cup. Oh, yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal. True, yeah, Arsenal, yeah, we can't Arsenal put them love an FA Cup. They, they do, do love an FA Cup. Cup. They beat Chelsea last year. I think it was, I think it was a bit lucky. Right, right final part this. of the podcast. We got, You're what, gonna love is it. this what we do? Is this the fact, yeah? This is the footy fact. You okay, are gonna love footy fact. Final part of the episode. Here we go. Come on then, Who's going first? I'll go first because yours sounds good. Mine's about, obviously, we're from Lincolnshire. You live in Boston. I live in Lincoln. We've got a local legend in Boston named Paul Bastock. Absolute legend. Lower league legend. But did you know that Paul Bastock actually holds the record for the most competitive football matches in the world? Peter Shilton held the record until several years ago on 1,249. But our man, Paul Bastock, a good friend of my family as well, top guy, love to get him on this podcast if we take off, you know, in a few episodes. Oh, love to have a chat with Bazza. He's what's got the record, the world record for most competitive football matches. I think he was playing until he was like 48, 49. He's not long-term 50, I know that much, because I remember my dad talking yeah. about it, one of my dad's best no mates, cap. golf buddies. 1,279 matches, 30 matches more than Peter Shilton. There's a 54-year-old player in Japan called Miura. Don't know how many he's on, yeah, but he's, he's not going to catch it. He's still going. Extension. Keeps getting he's a contract going. extension. But the legend that is Paul Bastock got invited to the uh, PFA Player of the Year awards or something like that a few seasons ago Shilton, after he broke the record. Shilton handed it, and, didn't he? Shilton yeah, Shilton handed it to him. I remember that. Yeah. Paul Bastock, legend, most competitive football games in the world. He met Salah that year as well. That was after Salah got that ridiculous score. So it was, it was great. And I love love talking to Bastock yes. about that. But yes, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a little fact local to us being from Lincolnshire. This He's is, a Boston this is man. Old school. This, is okay. a, this is an old school fact. But okay, here we I've go. got a feeling you might like this. So Elvin <laughs> Martin... Once scored yeah. a hat trick against against three different keepers. Now <laughs> I don't know how many times that's happened, but it was West Ham versus Newcastle in 1986. Yeah. The first goal um, went in against Martin Thomas, who was their actual keeper. He yeah. then went off injured. Yeah. Uh, Chris Headworth, the defender, then went in yeah. goal, and nope. Martin scored against him. And a big name, a, a big name. Went in goal for the third goal. Peter, Peter Beardsley conceded yeah. his hat trick goal. Yeah, <laughs> West Ham won eight. West Ham won eight one. But um, <laughs> Peter, Peter Beardsley conceded with Martin's third goal, and he bagged the hat trick wow. against three different keepers. Um, now, yeah, if that, that was, was the game that was happening this weekend, eight one is maybe a score I'd go for as well. If it was West Ham versus Newcastle, I'd go for. Yeah, I mean, imagine uh, you stick a quid wow. in that, you'd be coming back buying a new house, wouldn't you? But. Yeah, yeah. To score a hat trick against three different keepers, I mean, I've, well, that that is that is that is a fact, impressive. and that is a fun <laughs> football fact. That is indeed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so what we're saying, we'll be I think back you to, think, to probably talk about think, our score predictions on next on next one. I think you cut out for a second. Then what did you say? Cut out. Say we're back. I'm back. We're back. back. Yeah, you're back. You're back. Um, back. Yeah, what I'd, uh, we'll probably be talking on the next one about some of the results. Um, yeah, we'll talk about the results. We'll, we'll, we'll try and do a quick overview of the results. Tell, tell them 
maybe not talk about the results, but just talk about the points that we've, what our, we've got. Yeah, talk about our scores, see who's on top. We'll start the March yeah. score. We'll, we'll we'll do something up. I think this episode, we're not going to do the video. I think I, I, I'll, I'll avoid putting the video on YouTube because at the moment, as we're recording this, I'm in a pink dressing gown. I'm not. It's a, I'm not it's really zoom, ready. It's, it's a, a zoom, zoom call. I look, I look good from the waist up. Um, it's one of yeah. those uh, work but, calls, isn't it? Well, what this is going to be, this is going to be the audio. We're going to upload this to my YouTube channel. So hopefully people are listening to that. We'll try and get it out onto some podcast sites, but next time we'll do it a bit more professionally. Hopefully we'll sort it out. We'll be coming at you with topics. Yeah. Anyone think of any top t- topics or... Like, give us your answers for the top yeah. four or the who would you rather? Who would you rather out of Carlos and Cole and Lampard and Gerard? Drop down in the comments below what you're saying. And, and uh, yeah, that's also, the first I, episode of the football, the talk like of the terrace. That. What have we gone for, the name? Talk um, of the terrace. Talk of the terrace, yeah, I, I like that. Talk yeah. of the terrace. I also think if we uh, get a few comments on here, we might pick in the future, uh, if someone's got a question for our main topic, then... Um, yeah. I think that'd be Come up with main to topic questions. Come up with personal questions as well at the end. Like if anyone's got a personal question, we'll drop a personal question. So like, yeah, Harvey, quick one. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Just quick, yes or oh, no? Mate, it's disgusting, no. Yeah, exactly. See, no. just on the same wavelength, no, pineapple on pizza is a no from yeah, both of us. No. But yeah, that's the end of the episode, guys. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah. You're working no, what? I better say I'm working it. I work in a, in a fruit factory, so that's probably that's <laughs> <laughs> what I should be saying. Everyone buy yeah. pineapples. Oh, God. Yeah, no, that's that's great. And, uh, yeah, well, obviously, uh, you guys will get to listen to us uh, a little bit later on. Yeah, and hopefully you enjoyed the episode, guys and gals. And thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Bye.